0: Uh, Okay, here we are. We are not live. We are recorded for the inaugural episode of Dorks Are Us. Brand new show on the Dorkening Podcast Network and uh, this is going to be a show where we talk about more pop culture stuff. This is going to be a more structured show where each show is going to have a certain uh, amount of sections and uh, it's going to be a fun show and uh, talking about some geek news, uh, some toys, comics, tons of other stuff. But before we get into all that... Here is the intro.
1: Whoa, oh, 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 oh. Now-
2: Get online and order yours at getdeadly.com. It's coffee so good, ah! it's scary.
0: Okay, with us today we have James. Hello. You're missing somebody, James.
3: Yeah, I know. My partner in crime, uh She will be joining us our next episode. She's a little under the weather.
0: No worries. No. Just want to make sure she got mentioned in the inaugural episode. We got Yo-Yo with us. Hey, everybody. Mr. Pumpkin Escobar. (laughs) Bringing it back. (laughs) Uh, Alex. Hey, what's up, guys? Dorks are us.
4: Leo's going to sell us. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And Tim from Sour
5: Grapes. Hey, how are you going? Yep. (laughs) <laughs> i'm fine how are you uh doing great
0: uh so uh we got a lot of stuff to talk about tonight and some special things going on some interviews james what are you gonna say
3: um i mean for an inaugural episode i gotta say i think we picked a hell of a week to do it oh hell yeah um, i mean the rumor mills have been going over time the last couple weeks about when we're going to get uh, Avengers 4's trailer and poster or any information regarding the sequel other than information that's already been there. Um, so we got a title. We got a trailer. We got a poster. Yeah. Um, that was on the fresh shields of Captain Marvel coming out on Monday. So a lot of Marvel news this week. So I figure we'll start off there. So what the bigger story is, Avengers 4 is officially titled Avengers end game um even though the russo shot this down a couple months ago but the russo's can say basically get away with anything right now um i have to say i was impressed by the trailer um it's exactly what i wanted it to be it didn't give too much away about what's going to happen it didn't give too much away of what the plot points are going to be um and it kind of gave us just enough of what happened in the previous movie so um I was telling Jen, uh, I'm okay being media blackout, hopefully going forward, because I don't want some of the bigger parts to be spoiled. Like uh, Infinity Wars kind of led up to be being like, oh, I know what's going to happen. Like you kind of figured it out through the trailers and the TV spots. So,
0: mm-hmm. uh, totally agree. I mean, absolutely amazing. And uh, I've been seeing some posts, uh, you know, Endgame's been mentioned a couple times in the movies. You know, uh, I saw a clip today of uh, Tony Stark saying, you know, you know, what's up there is Endgame. And then obviously uh, Doctor Strange said we're in the Endgame now. Uh, And uh, I agree with you. This is an awesome tease. It uh, doesn't give too much, but it's so much of a hype just seeing the key characters that it's already the number one most watched video of all time within 24 hours. Uh, as of it uh, happens
6: at least once a month at this point though. Well,
0: this this blew away um, Infinity War. Infinity War had two hundred and forty nine, is it million or billion? Million, million, and this had two hundred and eighty nine million views within uh, twenty four hours. Wow. Yeah. yeah.
4: Yeah. Well, Infinity War was ended off in such a devastating note, so whatever released, what, whatever they released anyone was gonna go after.
3: Yeah, I mean I mean people have been just waiting for anything. Videos. You know, they've seen some photos from the set, but you don't know what's really going on other than, you know, the Battle of New York. They were going back there. So it yeah, kind of there's so out. many
4: questions. Like even like Spider Man Far From Home, you wonder like, well, where is he? You know? Well
3: and that's the interesting thing is that show was supposed to drop today because of the Brazil comic-con or expo or something like that. And they pulled, they are only showing it to people down in Brazil. They're not going to release it uh, worldwide. It'll be online soon
0: enough. Yeah. 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 Aquaman's already online. I, uh, I mean, it's awkward, so yeah, works. well, <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk a little bit more about that, but, uh, okay. So we were first hit with <laughs> captain Marvel, the trailer for that, uh, uh, earlier in the week. And... Before
6: we go too, too far into Captain Marvel, did anybody see during the trailer the faces that we had on the screen of the people who were missing? Uh, yes, they did. Who, who had confirmed is unfortunately missing.
0: Okay, Ant-Man, I didn't see who the other one was. Sherry. Sure. Yeah.
3: Who? From Black Panther.
0: Oh, Black Oh, uh, Black Panther.
3: Oh, yeah, uh, T'Challa's sister. Um. Yeah. Well, it's very interesting because the one thing I got out of that trailer was they are setting up a time jump. Yep. Um, because...
4: An anime time jump, people. Um, how, do you, how do you figure?
3: Because I think that, A, the state of, and this is what goes to, is the Avengers compound looks run down. Um, and if you look at the Scott Lang footage at the end of the trailer the gates are chained with, like, a Do Not Trespass sign on it. Like, that looks like that was there, at, put in there after the fact.
4: Like, or the banner was, you know, disappeared. But, like, it's one of those
3: things, I think there is a time jump, because, like I said, even with Tony Stark, you don't know how long he was on that ship, and he suddenly he ran out of food and water four days ago? Like, well, Here's the issue
6: with that, though. The Avengers had already disbanded
3: before. So... Perfectly plausible that it had already been chained up for a bit before that. No, but 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 I still think there is going to be some sort of a time jump.
0: Well, the Avengers weren't disbanded because uh, in Infinity War they walked in and it was still operational. You yeah. had uh, War Machine. I not listen to Cap again. Sorry, I didn't mean this oh, no, no, worries.
3: No, but but remember they came in the front door with Ross yeah. being like arrest them, and War Machine's like click.
0: Yep.
6: Yeah, uh, that doesn't mean that the gate wasn't locked.
0: Well, I I think we are gonna see not really a time jump, but may well maybe a short time jump. Maybe you know
4: two years or like maybe the minimum. I don't think it's gonna be like a good like like five years or anything. Well, no, because remember
6: they have already casted an older um, Casey Lane. But so there, uh, I can't I can't say (laughs) there won't be a time jump. But
3: nothing about the trailer signified a time jump to me. I, I, I just, I just, I just, the trailer tees up that, you know, it's not going to be right after the snapping or what is it called? The decimation?
0: Decimation. Yeah. What, what I got out of it, it was, it was definitely a sense of loneliness. Definitely. You know, there's very evident that, you know, half the population is gone. You know, it's very quiet. That scene with, you know, obviously spoilers, Ronan, uh, on the streets, you know, you know, people have gone crazy. You know, there's going to be a lot of uh, violence and, and crime. Uh, he looks
3: like he lost
4: his whole family. God, his wife definitely That's is it. gone.
0: Oh yeah. You, well, you he
5: didn't if, not look happy. If, yeah. well, well, I you th- see uh, you see's, uh Black Widow. She says that uh, this is going to work. So is that what you're talking about, James? That they're setting something up? Like no. I,
3: no, I. Okay. I think that they set up a time jump. So like I think people are expecting the movie to pick up right after the snap. Oh, oh, I think there's going to be some sort of time yeah. jump. And the old and another reason why I get that is because of Ant Man and the Wasp couldn't put it out on Front Street any quicker with the time vortex that that is the way he gets out is he gets out and he's already in the future or somewhere because he comes with the van. That's that big thing. He shows up with the, that little miniature quantum yeah. realm van.
6: I But like how far yeah, in the future awesome. could it really
3: be that they had had it sitting there and nothing happened to it? That, like I said, no. I could see a, a a couple months, maybe a year at the most. <laughs> like I said, it <laughs> has to fun. I don't know.
5: It's it's about, it's gonna it's gonna take a little fun. while for day to day activities to come back. Is that yeah. Iron? Is that Tony Stark's helmet that he's talking to? Yeah. yeah. Yes. That okay. The nanobots one, yeah. The the the, the really is whatever he had left, he made a helmet. Yeah, I didn't see his um his wound in his chest when he got stabbed. Could be another evidence of a time jump. That's what I mean. There was like nothing there, no scar, no. nut. No, I noticed that right away. I was like, what?
1: Hmm. You no,
5: know? I mean he iced himself in Infinity War, but. Uh, when I saw that, I was I, immediately looking for it, and there it, it, it was nothing there. I didn't see anything. The, so uh, that's another...
0: uh, the other thing uh, is yeah, he's man. talking about, um, and I, I saw a post on, on Reddit today. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, <laughs> no. no. Well, Tony Stark talking about running out of food, and who took the last amount of food was Thor. He, he was raiding their fridge before uh, he left.
3: Yeah, but I, but I also think the big thing that my takeaway is oxygen. Yeah. Like you're running out of oxygen. Yep. Like nowhere. so you're telling me that like Quinn had like enough oxygen for a couple of weeks in that thing. Like I don't know. Like I said, that, that, that's why I think the time jump is more. It's going to happen more often than not. Yeah. Um.
0: Well, uh, I think but we're going to
3: even the book that book coming out the prequel comic or the the, the novel. Mm-hmm. novel. It even says it's been a couple of years and they're still picking up the pieces from that event. And yeah. they're trying to figure out what's going on still.
4: And plus I mean cap shaved too. So that shows it unless Thanos got rid of that too like the second <laughs> the trailer's hit. But, uh, yeah. Uh, it's uh, like, oh no! What'd you do? No! <laughs> Another
3: casualty of the snapping. Gillette stock just plum- plummeted. <laughs>
0: Uh well we you know what it, worse or hell is that <laughs> it is a movie we know it's gonna end on mostly a happy note you know mostly I don't
6: know I don't trust them to, in anything on a happy note after that
4: <laughs> it's been had, They
0: had I'm an not...
4: trailer I'm not sure if they were gonna go for happy again yeah you know, I... I mean
3: I mean I think. I think the problem going on right now is that, and I read an article today that says that Endgame could be a setup to um, a Last Jedi type pushback from the MCU fans.
4: Let's hope not. Let's hope
3: they don't go that far. Just because people are now worried that these deaths that you literally made so prominent, you're going to just, all right, you're done. Everybody's back. And I know it's comics, comics logic, like...
4: Yeah, I mean... I don't think it's going to be to that extent. I am not. I don't think it's going to, like, everything's reset. I think they want to do something where it's, like, everything's back, but not really. Where you have X-Men, Fantastic Four, and all that, something tease where it's, like, things are back to normal, kind of. Where everything is fine but slightly off like maybe avengers is back in full force where it's like a big thing but also it's like much more bureaucratic or something where it's harder for them to do with the things they do like cap did like there's many things that could happen when they bring everyone back yeah
3: Um, like, like like flashpoint almost like a flashpoint type of scenario
4: yeah where like um maybe some of them still remember or you know something like that uh but like i you know i'm still hopeful for you know x-men and yeah uh, you know the fantastic four i'd well, like to see wolverine in costume and you know tell the people at fox you know you know like it does work you just have to be good at it well i mean uh, the costume doesn't work again. of course,
0: course it works we, we you know just, we know I we're know. getting uh an x-men reboot eventually um this could pave the way for them to add mutants back in. Uh, Alex, I think you mentioned that on a previous episode. Um, But
4: wouldn't this be more like, because of the universe and like Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., they already have Inhumans introduced. So if they retrofitted mutants to be an after effect of of the Infinity Gauntlet thing, then wouldn't mutants in this world be kind of like how the Inhumans are in the comics, where it's like it's an after effect because of people coming back?
3: They've already kind of teased that with, uh, like I said, they they retcon Scarlet Witch's origin
1: mm-hmm. in the
3: new visual history guide, um, where they said that you know she's always had this power, but the Infinity Stone awoke in it and like brought it to like for, for fruition. So maybe it's like like people who come back are who had this mutant gene was never activated until they were the snapping occurred.
4: Can I just say I love how intricate it can get? Like I love that like. That's a real thing that I mean, a lot of the movies that came out afterwards um, since Iron Man 2 has been making Iron Man 2 more interesting as it keeps going on. And that was one of the least interesting, I think, in like a lot of the films in their respect, Um, because like the kid that Tony saves in Iron Man 2 is actually canonically supposed to be Peter Parker.
3: Well, it's also funny that they retconned the, the the timeline too where, you know, the whole thing in Homecoming where it was 8 years after the Battle of New York. No, it's actually like 4 years, but we'll give you the we'll give you the 4
4: years extra because someone can't count. Let's just let's just blame whatever time warp whatever crap. Let's blame Doctor Strange, he did something. Yep. But like I said, one of those things going back is Spider-Man
3: happens right after the end of Infinity War, Infinity War, uh Endgame. Like it picks up like right after that. Like, so Peter's
4: coming back. What's the context of him coming back? Like, if, if he's like back in a Sony universe, I'm going to kill everyone.
3: I'm curious if he's going to have the same response that Tony did in an Iron Man 3, like the PTSD type of thing, being like nothing and then something, you know, again, and how that, that transforms into like him being Spider
0: yeah
6: i mean the ptsd is
1: supposed
0: to be well you know let's have faith because uh spider-man is in the mcu now so uh you know they they do have some some uh some money in the game but i mean next year is just going to be insane we're going to be hit you know insane movie after another i mean we we barely even touched on captain marvel um, which we also tra- had
4: Mysterio in Far From Home with Jake Gyllenhaal, who put a thing on Instagram where did you see that a little yeah. jokey little thing where he didn't like he wrote well, like I didn't realize I wasn't playing Spider-Man, and he was well, like said, like what the hell when he was reading a book,
3: when he was <laughs> reading a book, Marvel worst kept secret or something like that was him being Mysterio.
0: Yeah,
4: yeah, he was also almost in Spider-Man Two. Because Tom Maguire hurt his back, and he almost was going to replace him as Peter Parker in the original Sam Raimi Spider-Man 2.
3: Well, he was also on the short list for Doctor Strange after Cumberbatch couldn't do the initial shoot
4: schedule. He's not bad. I like
0: him. <laughs> yeah, but Cumberbatch is definitely Doctor Strange. Uh, I, I think, you know, he's he really oh, embodies Nobody else can
5: play that, but, but yeah, exactly. nobody.
4: That That, that uh, was their
5: first choice, so...
4: Yep. Even when people kept bring up like they like Johnny Depp, it's like, but Johnny we'll Depp would play, Depp. play Johnny Depp. We all know that. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe uh,
0: Jack Black he might be good. So uh, um,
4: he was almost Green Lantern. <laughs> oh, okay. So uh, Captain Marvel.
0: Yeah, Captain Marvel. Captain- uh, what did you guys think of the trailer?
4: Shazam! I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Love the Mohawk. <laughs> um, I they really haven't given her a lot of dialogue. In this, these trailers yet, um, and every line that she's kind of put on there has been very like, "Hi, I'm Carol Danvers. I'm Captain Marvel. Come on, Nick, don't pet the cat." Like, <laughs> a little, like you want an Oscar. Want to see that movie. A little bit of like your talent here? Yeah, but I, I, I wonder if that because it's been given too much away.
4: <laughs> I want her to look up and see a horizon of old grannies chasing at her and she just has to kick the hell out of all of them. That's all I want.
3: <laughs> I have a feeling we're going to see that clip
4: over and over. and. It's over. already a gift. It's it's already a treasure. The movie isn't even out, and it's already, like, in a museum. <laughs> um, I'm
3: looking forward to it. I, I was telling Jen that I, and I showed her the trailer, and she she liked it a lot. Um, you know, I just think it's going to be a good – I think it's going to be a good movie. Like I said, I, I, I'm going to give Marvel as much – credit now they, they 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 haven't given a bad movie since iron man 2 and thor dark world um so i mean we'll see what happens but again it's one of those things like i know people who are big cat marvel fans and they're like they've literally just retconned her entire origin
0: story well uh her comic is actually being uh re-released i believe we're getting uh a captain marvel reboot uh from marvel um or yeah. or a new issue, number one. Uh, I saw that on a list. Uh, but we'll talk about that a little bit more when we talk about comics.
4: I, I also just want to say, like, hopefully the movie's origin is so good, it actually gets more adapted to the comics. Because that's kind of what happened to Star-Lord, is that he wasn't really as well-known, but they made such an interesting character from the movies, they kind of made him more like that. Even the comics... Kind of had an origin like that, but not really. But a lot of people prefer the origin of Star Lord from the film rather than most of the comics because it's a lot more deep. So hopefully, the new Captain Marvel origin, since they're kind of like retrofitting her being human and like the whole, uh, uh, was it Cree and Marvel or something like that? Yeah, Cree. She's a
3: Cree warrior.
4: Yep. Yeah. Maybe she has a mentor on the planet that she goes to actually named Marvel, and they, they give her the name or something, maybe something like that. Since she was originally kind of a sidekick, you know?
3: Yeah. I mean, I'm curious. I don't know a lot about her, so I'm, I'm going to, I'm looking forward to that. I know they already changed the cat's name from Chewy to Goose.
6: I wonder if the cat's still going to be an alien.
3: Uh, Well, supposedly again, cause toys ruin everything is in uh, one of the, action figure sets for cat marvel you have nick fury
4: i legitimately was going to say it's like it better be an alien or they're not going to sell as many toys but but the next thing over it shows the cat in handcuffs
3: like in a cage oh people so, say that's how he gets his eye removed is
0: yeah cat. some people are saying that uh obviously you know uh hopefully we won't get too much more spoiled before uh april but we're looking at Captain Marvel coming out March 8th and then Avengers April 26th and then Spider-Man shortly after that. And uh, let's do a quick rundown starting with James. Who do you think saves Iron Man?
3: Um, I think it's going to be Captain Marvel.
0: Captain Marvel.
3: I think, I, I think that's the quickest and seamless way to get her in there because she's already in space. And I think what you're going to see is at the end of... Marvel, Captain Marvel, you're going to see her with the pager going off, and she's going to take off.
0: Awesome. I totally agree with you. Uh, Yo-Yo? See, I don't want to agree with you. That's the thing. I want to say something <laughs> totally silly and like... <laughs> well, th- there's a couple other, you know, theories out there. One of them uh, is... Uh, um... Adam Warlock. How about that? Adam Warlock's Adam... just going to appear out of nowhere. <laughs> That'd be cool. <laughs>
6: Like that's how they're just gonna introduce. They're not even gonna wait to the next Guardians movie. Yeah. It's just gonna be.
4: He, he was awakened for of some reason. Calendar as spaceship and just get in, bitch.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, I mean, Adam Warlock is in the uh, Infinity Gauntlet uh, mythos, uh, so mm-hmm. it's quite possible. Uh, how about you, Alex? Um, my hopes are Mr. Fantastic, okay.
4: but the other thing is probably going to be like a last minute kind of Marvely joke where it's just Rocket kicking in the door and just going like, What are you doing? you know, and then they pull him out of there is my other guess. Um, since you guys already have pretty good ones, I think Rocket might just be the uh out of left field, you know, kind of thing that Marvel does, like, oh, okay.
3: Yeah, he wasn't in the trailer, so they showed all the other surviving ones other than him and yeah. war machine.
4: Yeah. What about- yeah, I mean like it's be great and it's to his character and i'm kind of imagine like after groot and everything and after groot's translation of he when groot was passing he actually said dad to rocket which is like come on russo's you really have to say that to your fans um but i'm sure he has a lot more edge in this uh post snap world i
6: wonder if you're going to get uh, a rocket who looks more like the comic book iteration of him
4: where he's like oh. a lot more feral looking. Yeah. Maybe. I, I can imagine that. Be, I think that'd be cool. Yeah. I think it just might be drunk rat Rocket from uh, the first Guardians where he's like getting mad at Drax at the bar. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and what about you, Tim? I'm,
5: I'm torn between Rocket and uh, Captain Marvel. I think uh, I'm going to lean towards Captain Marvel. Um. But we don't know where that scene, if it, if it's even gonna be a scene, because Marvel sometimes puts things in in trailers that aren't there. So um, uh, what I'm getting at is that, for instance, if that uh, part where you know Tony's inside that ship, where is that in the movie? Do they want to re- do they want to reveal Captain Marvel yet? You know My what I
3: mean. God. So it is um tim gunn's brother
4: yeah what what do you think would be the most like shocking like someone that you really didn't expect like the other one i was thinking of what if it was loki see i think loki's dead well they're doing a show of him uh, but i think it's going to be before well there's also like theories out there that he actually might be playing as someone else yeah, you know, like he like there's rumors that he actually might be uh, Bruce Banner or something. And um, I think that could be a weird possibility because he's the only one that kind of died in that movie where it wasn't directly from the gauntlet. Gamora. So uh, theory, there's a speculation I'm not I'm not throwing out there. Anyone listening to this who are, you know. Yeah. You know, gripping your pencils and breaking them in class. You know, <laughs> I'm
5: sorry. It's just a theory. So, uh, uh, the, other, the other thing I thought of was, you know, Tony, if, if he's on that ship and stuff and he's saying he's running out of this, that, and the other thing, I wonder if he comes to a senses and he says, "Freak this," and he starts to tinker and fix something and whatever, and he, he, he moves along or he builds a suit yeah. that he can get out of there with. Um, i mean he did it in a cave out of nothing yeah. so maybe he can pull stuff out of there pull pull a rocket raccoon and make something out of nothing
0: he uses so, nebula you know,
5: for parts is, nebula, <laughs> is, is it him just there or is
3: nebula? excuse me nebula there
0: uh nebula is there so i mean the thing is
6: how much of her is actually you know dependent on oxygen anymore
5: given yeah. exactly. how much yep. her is, like well maybe oxygen. she comes on Maybe she comes on the ship and he takes her apart and uses her parts to make... Yeah. <laughs> to make uh,
0: there are part. a couple other theories uh, out that, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, there. There's you a, just
4: keep trying to help him out and he keeps taking them apart and using them as like a big fleshy Iron Man suit.
0: Uh, there's a <laughs> couple other theories out there. One is Pepper Potts saves him as rescue. Uh, the other thing is possibly the original Guardians of the Galaxy team with Sly Stallone and Howard the Duck. The Ravagers? The Ravagers, yes.
6: Howard the, Howard the Duck wasn't, like, in the original Guardians. Just throwing that out there. But I'm I just not. telling I you the
0: theories, out. the crazy theories that are out there.
6: If I, my, my personal theory your, <laughs> is during that time when he was checking out all the possible um, ways this could go, he may have sent a message to Nick Fury to tell Captain Marvel... Hey, at some point, like during this day, you're gonna need to go to this part of space because there might be someone in needs your
4: huh. Maybe it's a yeah. ship adrift containing four individual people that hit a bunch of gamma rays. Maybe well, do we
5: know that? Do we know if, uh, <laughs> Pe- do we know if Pepper Potts got uh, decimated? We, we don't. So he doesn't even know that she if she's around. He's just kind of talking to the air, really.
0: Yeah, and, and the rumor is that she does play re- salt Rescue. With that pepper. Um, the, the rumor is she, she does play Rescue in the movie. What was that, Alex?
4: I said you need salt with that pepper, but oh. forget it. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Uh,
0: okay, I, I think we spent enough time on these two movies. Obviously, we are incredibly psyched about it. I know a lot of other people are as equally psyched. If you're not psyched about it, then what the hell are you doing watching this?
4: (laughs) (laughs) Last thing you want is to make it snappy, I guess. We want it soon, but not that
0: quick. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, next we're going to be talking about uh, geek news. It's a segment we call The Weekend Geek. So this week uh, we're talking about uh men in black international image was released i'm looking forward to that that looks
3: really like the way they're describing it looks i think it's gonna be really good and they got a good cast uh emma uh uh, tessa thompson and chris hemsworth and emma thompson's back and you know set in london
1: Yeah. and
3: it's gonna involve it's gonna do hints to like the ones back in new york so i i'm excited i always like men in black that's one of those random like Movies I was like I could put on and watch. Even the cartoon was awesome.
0: Yeah. Now weren't they talking about doing a Men in Black and Ghostbusters crossover? No, that's a video game
3: comic book. Um, but they were talking about doing Men in Black and Twenty One Jump Street.
0: Men in Black? Oh, yep. really? Okay. Yep. But uh, but
3: yeah, no. I like I said, the rumor there was supposed to be a trailer drop down in Brazil this week because of the big big thing down mm-hmm. there. Um, but I, my my bet is on Super Bowl Sunday. You will see that around Super Bowl time.
4: Yeah.
0: Uh, Next item on the list is um, the. Show. I,
3: was, I
4: just wanted to say okay. is that X Men. I mean, uh, no, but um, Men in Black International. Cool concept. The only thing I don't like about it is it's from the same studio that brought you the reboot of Ghostbusters. So.
3: Yeah, but they but 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 they did the original three Men in Black too.
0: I'll have to see and wait. I do not trust Sony. <laughs> <laughs> no. One does. Uh next item on the list, uh the Shazam poster dropped. What do you guys think of the poster of that?
3: It's Shazam it's Zachary Levi. I'm already pumped to see this movie. I think it's yeah. gonna do very good and hopefully on the heels of Aquaman, you know, it's another step in the right direction for DC movies at Warner Brothers.
0: Yeah, the um I saw yeah. a poll apparently uh, Shazam is the second most anticipated movie uh, for 2019 above Captain Marvel now that poll was before the trailer dropped so I'm assuming it's changed since then but Shazam does look like a fun movie
4: I'm ex- I'm excited for that that looks pretty good as the ongoing Retcon of DC continues.
5: See I remember Shazam from you know, the comics, Wiz Comics and stuff, that shows my age. And um, so when I saw that, I was, you know, from my view, I was kind of like, eh, how's this going to go? I mean, I understand he's, he's Billy Batson, but, um, you know, uh, I'm not so sure about it. <laughs> Maybe it'll be, it'll be, it'll be a, a big surprise and it'll be great, but I just, right now, it looks... Is it supposed to be, like, a comedic version of it? I think so.
3: I think it's supposed to be more comedy, um, like an action comedy, just because of the character you have. Zachary <laughs> Levi is a comedy guy. I think you are going to have those, you know, but you have Mark Strong as the villain. So, yeah. I mean, it's very early. I mean, they're going to put out a happy, funny clip or trailer just because it's they want to try to distance themselves from the other
4: DCU movies, so.
6: Yeah, but we've done kind of over-corrections before, so, I mean.
4: I still feel that it's weird that, like, in the context of, like, the trailers, it shows this crippled kid who's obsessed with superheroes, and the powers are given to a kid who doesn't know that much, and that's how their buddy, you know, brother kind of relationship happens. But isn't it kind of weird that, like, the grand wizard Shazam gave it to the kid who doesn't know as well as a kid who clearly needs more power. Um,
3: I have a feel we'll get a better um, origin than just like, Hey, you stood up for that person. Like you get powers. Like,
4: no, I know this is a stupid thing I said in my face.
5: <laughs> <laughs> it almost looks like he's, he's in training. They show that, that scene where he's learning how to fly and, yep. and stuff like that. So, well, that, uh, it's going to be interesting.
0: That does fit. We'll, we'll talk about this a little bit more in the comic section, but uh, Shazam uh, got rebooted. And uh, so the first issue of Shazam, uh, the wizard gives him the powers and he acknowledges that, uh, you know, he doesn't have time to train him. You know, it's it's on his... That's a good direction on, to go in. <laughs> uh, it, it's actually the wizard gives him his powers on his dying breath. So uh, and then he acknowledges yeah. that, you know, he knows he doesn't have time to, to train him. And that's where everything starts off. Um, but I, I think this is going to be a winner along with Aquaman. Uh, I did accidentally watch the first couple minutes of Aquaman that were leaked um, and I was in tears.
3: <laughs>
5: what kind of tears?
0: Oh, oh, tears of joy! Oh, tears. oh my God, that movie opens up so amazingly. It, it, it's okay. sure you want to watch a
3: Yeah, a <laughs> <Yeah>. little <laughs> well, sad beginning, so sad. I think he was watching Up.
0: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they just
3: put a water filter
4: over it.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, I'm overly um, emotional. Can I just say one thing? Yeah. If anyone
4: is listening who is interested to get into Shazam and get want a rough idea of what Shazam is, I highly recommend shazam and the monster society of evil uh, all done by jeff smith the creator of bone it is a wonderful introduction to shazam and all in its whole universe it takes a lot of inspiration from the Wiz comics and all this other stuff and he made his own right. little universe focused around shazam it's a one-shot book if you want to check it out want to get a feeling like what shazam is and represents that's a good book to start with shazam and the monster society of evil
0: Nice. Awesome. Thank That's you. Awesome. Alex. Uh actually also uh the That's new Shazam fun. is uh written by Jeff Johns, which is doing incredible stuff right now. Uh including I didn't realize he's uh working on Titans for DC Universe. Uh so the other item in Week in Geek, uh Alex, you showed us a trailer James Gunn Bright Burn mm-hmm. which has a DC mm. feel for it. What what were your initial thoughts when you saw that? Alex,
4: Snyder cut Superboy.
0: Snyder cut Superboy.
4: <laughs> um, well, here's the thing: it's
3: a Sony movie, so you gotta. You said you're worried about Sony. That trailer looks awesome and got my yeah. attention.
4: Well, yeah, it's a simple pitch. It's like you know Superman. Imagine that, but horror. They kind of did the same thing with the Spider-Man Elseworlds stuff, where they did Spider-Man's origin, but what if it was a horrors movie? Where he became a man spider and attacked mary jane arachnophobia it kind of was <laughs> <laughs> um i liked it i like elizabeth thanks
3: so kind of she's a thumbs up in a lot of my movies um but you know i'm very curious I, i'm glad that alex kind of was like hey check this out and uh, it's kind of mine and it comes out memorial day like that's that's a good cleanser from whatever comes out in may
4: yeah yeah what about you? Yo, yo. It's nice to see Elizabeth Banks doing something with James Gunn, where it's like a uh, you know uh, Slither sequel almost in a way. But I'll also say is that like as much as I like, I, I like the idea that, but it's easier to make Superman like story evil than it is to make it good. It seems a lot of the times where well, I'm, like, it's fun. Fun. I'm <laughs> yeah. so tired of. Evil Superman, <laughs> it's like make them good once so you have contrast. Just so, so we know, so we know a lot t- of people make them good, make them hokey, and that's not the point. Uh,
0: I want to hear from Yo Yo and then uh Tim on your thoughts on the trailer, and then I'll just uh give a brief thought on it. Yo Yo,
6: well, for, for me, as like I said when I started watching, like is this supposed to be a Superman movie? Because <laughs> it just seems like a Superman movie. <laughs> like, everything about it. T- towards the end, it seems a little bit different. Like yeah. Everything in the beginning just seems like a Superman movie. <laughs> I was like, try to pull a fast one on me. I know when you're trying to get me to watch Superman again. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, what about My you? your finger at the trailer. <laughs> uh, what are your thoughts, Tim?
5: Well, the the eating of the fork got me. I thought that was... <laughs> I thought that was pretty funny, actually. But uh, (laughs) I hope it was stainless steel. I um, I'm kind of like I I kind of see where Yo-Yo was saying it's kind of leaning towards Superman. We know it's probably just a uh, a different take on Superman, like a scary, you know, almost like the New Mutants they were gonna do, like a scary uh, thing to it. But I I don't know. I'm anxious to see what the point is to the movie. Why why have. Why have you know uh, a young a young Clark kind of you know whatever they're going to refer to him as uh, um, as a scary one. He's obviously you know either he's killing someone or he's um, hurting people or whatever. I I don't know. For all we know, it's really Bizarro. Yeah, or it could know. be. We don't know.
0: Or maybe that was thrown in just to throw us off. Maybe it oh. is a, a Superman movie. Maybe it's a take on American Alien.
4: Um, yeah, you know, that little thing where you know Pa Kent imagines, like, what if he's actually super evil? You yeah. know, for a second, I was going to say that earlier. Good, good catch on that, Leo. <laughs> yeah. Um.
0: So my thought is that this is something tied into Superman, and this is James Gunn vying even if it's not Superman, it's James Gunn saying, hey, DC, here's how you make a Superman movie or here's how you do superheroes right. Because uh, we know he's vying to be, you know, in the DC universe, right? Since he got thrown out of Marvel or... Uh... Well, he's
3: doing Suicide Squad too. Yeah. He's mm-hmm. writing it. Which feels like it. a demotion,
4: honestly.
0: Yeah, it's
4: like
3: he's doing Suicide Squad. He's already signed on to be a writer. And produce it. They're just waiting for the director credit to drop.
4: Just awesome. do metal men, man. Do something weird and different. You got so much talent. Ah. Well, but I-, I can imagine what's kind of weird is that with uh this movie is that the pitch does seem alone. It's like imagine the story of Superman, but he's like a demon, you know. And it seems like that's the extent it goes. But that's what I'm also wondering. Like Tim said, of like. Is there going to be like that extra oomph to be like, this is a standout movie on its own rather than just that one sentence, you know?
0: Uh, also this uh, tonight, actually by time this airs, this will be up uh, Sunday. Uh, but Elseworld on CW starts, kicks off. Uh, and I think they're changing the start, uh, the dates for the shows, Right. So normally Supergirl is on Sunday, but I think they're doing like Flash or something to mess with it.
5: Yeah, they're doing Flash first. Okay.
0: So uh, they shouldn't don't. Have
5: said anything.
0: Okay. Well, it's in the trailer. <laughs> no,
6: <laughs> if they're if they're going to do this, this has been perfect marketing. Say, hey, look, Supergirl's coming on, and then had it be Flash. Like they should have never said a damn thing and just yeah. did it. Yeah. Imagine well, how amazing that would have came out.
0: Yeah. Well, essentially, what we're getting is we're getting Elseworld Part One, Two, and Three happening Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday, and uh, we're getting our first glimpse of uh, Batgirl, which she's gonna Batwoman. Have... Batwoman. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> I always mess that up. Uh, so Batwoman, uh, she's gonna be getting her own show uh, next season. And uh, this is a good time for it because uh, we're also losing Gotham. So uh, around the same time hey. Gotham's ending, uh, which the final season uh, is going to be called uh, something about Dark Knight. It starts in January. I, I just you saw know, the trailer. I know
3: they've been, they've been doing the No Man's Land. This is obviously like the No Man's story arc, but it's like the, the Rise of the Dark Knight or something like that or Legend of the Dark Knight or something. Yeah. It, oh, so was how awful would it
6: be? Like and I was just like, I don't even want to bother with this.
4: <laughs> how, how, how awful would it be if they did the exact same thing Smallville did, where it's just a kind of aged up CG Bruce and he just opens his chest for a second uh, and they end it there?
0: <laughs> actually, uh, they already stated, because they're probably, you know, probably a lot of people are, are in fear of that. Um, but they've already stated the last part of the season is going to be him in full Batman get up. Oh, well, it's
4: better than his dumb mask jacket combo that he wore. How, why did they think that, fire that costume designer. I don't mean this, I don't mean the show. Never allow him to work again.
0: <laughs> you talking about uh, Smallville or Gotham?
4: Maybe both.
0: Yeah, because they both had, I mean, Smallville, he essentially had that. Uh, he had a
4: red leather jacket with the S. Yeah. yeah it is. It's like, that's close. It's like, maybe just do it be crazy right yeah
0: (laughs) uh we also have uh titans uh has anybody been watching titans no it's a pretty good show uh i'm gonna re-watch it once it it... i I know (laughs) it's on it's on dc universe so it's uh you know you know my feelings
4: that there's going to be an arrowverse and titans crossover at some point
0: i
6: saw that yeah really still ain't paying
0: for DC Universe, for saying. <laughs> <laughs> and I agree with you. You should not, but we'll talk about that a little bit later. Uh, last item in the news. It's all a- getting cut. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Alex, uh, you're talking about Tumblr. What's going on with Tumblr? Okay, so
4: Tumblr recently got rid of all their adult content. And it was kind of a little bit of an overreaction because they found a lot of, uh, you know, child porn, whatever, going through and all that kind of stuff. And as a knee-jerk reaction, they wanted to change things up. And so they are getting rid of all of their adult content on their website altogether by the 17th of this month, December. And because of that and because there was, you know, such a knee-jerk, they kind of really screwed over a lot of people who, you know, work in the sex or whatever industry that it kind of works the same kind of – um, algorithm as youtube does so not only that they started going after and flagging like a lot of things are no related to anything like not safe for work stuff so there are a lot of artists and people comic people a bunch of people are getting flagged and whatever else and a lot of people are leaving the the website now and it's not just because of people who you know have not not safe for work stuff but they're leaving because that everyone's getting flagged and it's random. It's just like the YouTube copyright system. I'm sure you guys are aware of how bad that is. And now people are now migrating to Twitter and Newgrounds. So Newgrounds is now getting big again. So I'm kind of glad about that. Yeah, I've nice. literally never heard of Newgrounds.
5: Yeah, I mean, is, it, is it coffee?
4: <laughs> uh, no, that's what Deadly Grounds. <laughs> no, it's a... It's a newgrounds is kind of like an open big website that doesn't have any problem with like you know either it's sexual or if it's you know for everyone or anything like that it's a big website it's kind of um it's it's very like independent it loves the arts you know it's a very great website and it's been around since early days Um, a lot of great animators came out of it from the from the early 2000s to now who are working actually in the industry and it's a Pretty great website. Everyone's listening. I would go check out Newgrounds. Hmm. Especially if you want to check out new artists or if you're an artist yourself and you want something, especially since it seems everyone's migrating that way. So there's gold in them hills. Maybe you should get to the website quickly. Is it a posting thing? Yeah, you can post artwork and a bunch of stuff
5: on there. I will check on it.
0: Yeah. Because
4: I think that might be a lot popular now, especially.
0: Nice. We'll check it out.
4: Oh, and if you guys know, like, uh, Castle Crashers and stuff like that, like those video games, those came from the creator of Newgrounds, Tom Fulp. So, like, Alien Hominid, something like that, all those kind of Flash games came from Newgrounds and the creator and all that kind of stuff. So they've been around. They've just been the shadows, if you weren't aware. But I know.
0: I'm always in the shadows. <laughs> uh, speaking yeah. of shadows, but actually not really the shadow knows. <laughs> uh, so Segway! Uh, segue, segue, <laughs> segue, segue. Uh, next, we're going to be talking about comics in a uh, series we like to call the Weekly Pollist. <laughs> Uh, So I've been, you know, pretty much out of comics for a while, and I've been wanting to get back into it. And uh, one of the reasons why I wanted us to do this show, I wanted to start reading more comics. And uh, I know you guys read a lot of them, and uh, I wanted to get back into the game. So I uh, headed on over to Sarge's Comics this week. And uh, so, you know what, let's hear what they had to say uh, about what is out this week in comics. Okay, I'm here with Joe, owner of Sarge's Comics and Games, and today we're going to be talking about the latest comics and games here at Sarge's Comics and Games. Thanks, Leo. Okay, so it's December fifth. We're talking about the new releases. We're here with Joe at Sarge's Comics. What do you got for us, Joe? Well, first, I'd like to thank you, Leo, for coming down and including
7: us in your podcast. Of course, it's a lot of fun. And we do have a few nice issues that came in this week that I'd like to introduce you to. Um, this is part of an ongoing series, Doomsday Clock. It's excellent, written by Jeff Johns. It um, incorporates uh, the Watchmen universe and the DC universe and merges them. It's been real. It's a, it's a different pace than a novel comic book, but it's an excellent read nice and uh what issue is that uh, this is issue number eight, eight. this is the current issue that just came out awesome. yeah we have them all in the store though we keep them loaded oh i may be walking away with this <laughs> yeah that's very good and this is shazam yeah. yep. uh, this is also jeff john's book he's one of the best writers in the industry i don't know how he finds time because i think he's the editor now right, right? of dc or one of the yeah. editors yeah so they- he's a really busy guy but he still manages to find time to write some books uh shazam is a fun character um, hopefully, we'll see him in a movie one of these days. I think the kids are going to love him. The adults are going to love him. It's got magic. It's got superpowers. It's got like a little bit of everything. I
2: mean, Jeff the trailer's to... already dropped the show. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The trailer's <laughs> not for that. People should be... tell me this stuff.
0: Yeah. Yes, actually, I think Good it's movie listed movie as list the level. second most anticipated movie of 2019. Second
7: most anticipated. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, I can only look a couple months ahead. Oh, no yeah, ahead. Um, This is actually a reprint. Um, Edgar Rice Burroughs story uh, Pirates of Venus but it's got Len Wayne uh, writing it and Michael Kaluta drawing it so this is pretty cool a little independent action in the middle there nice. um, and then very exciting about um, the return of the Defenders oh yes yeah Marvel introduced uh, uh, it's reintroducing the Defenders we believe they have it in the title the best defense and they have an independent Hulk book and independent nameable book now, I haven't read any of these but we're really looking forward to reading the Defenders. I always love that series. I always love those stories with those characters. Nice. And then they'll get to fight the Avengers, which is always fun. <laughs> cool. Okay. I'm gonna turn it over to uh, Shane, my uh, games manager. He's uh, just come back from a convention, Pax, in Philadelphia. Oh, nice. So he's got all kinds of good inside info on uh, on games and stuff. Sounds yeah. good. Thank you, Jeff. Yeah, you bet.
0: so on each episode we want to try to do a special interview and this week we are talking to the writers of the new uncanny x-men we were introduced to them over at sarge's comics and games and uh they were kind enough to uh to stop what they were doing and uh do a quick interview for us so check it on out i'm joe i own
7: sarge's comics and games here in new london connecticut uh ed and matt are uh Premiering their uh, Uncanny X-Men number one issue. And uh, there you go right there. Come on down and get one. Get (laughs) two. So, hey, we all. Thank you for coming down and doing the podcast with us. We got Ed and Matt here. They're the writers of Uncanny X-Men number one. This is the premiere issue for the new number one, uh, and I figured we'd uh, do a little quick interview. See what you guys think. Uh, first of all, what made you? Let uh, start writing X Men books because you've written a few X Men books, right?
8: How uh, my editors? My editors made <laughs> oh, me start writing <laughs> it. yeah,
7: your boss usually tells you what to do. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah.
8: No, we got offered. It. I grew up an X Men reader an X Men fan, so yep. you know it was a it was an easy yes when we got
9: when I got asked to do it.
7: Cool. Have you guys teamed up before?
9: Uh, no, we've been friends for a really long time when, uh, when we were starting, when I was starting comics, you'd been, uh, doing stuff, but you were more moving into mainstream stuff, right? I was had, still self-publishing. I think when we met. When we met you were still, yeah. but I think you had come back set up at Image, right? Maybe? Uh, no, I don't know. I, mean, I, I think, was, I think it
8: was before that. It
9: might've been before Is that. that. No. Is
7: that considered self-publishing too though? Cause no, I, know, would, I wouldn't, I wouldn't consider no, Image
9: as self-publishing. It's yeah. kind of like an yeah. imprint. Yeah, more the, than that. The, uh, but we So we've known each other for a long time, been friends, and done a lot of conventions together, but um, yeah, we were both brought into Marvel around the same time, and uh, both doing a lot of, ended up doing a lot of X-Men stuff. Uh, Mark Paniccia, who was the editor of X-Men at the time, uh, was a big supporter of both of us, so I ended up doing Phoenix Resurrection, and um, New Mutants, and Ed was doing Old Man Logan, and uh, yeah, so we sort of ended up.
7: Yeah, you came in doing more. And a good time. I mean, they're yeah, going yeah. pretty much the whole line. And uh, so it's pretty good timing. And now the premiere issue, you know, the, the classic issue, you might say. I don't know what the best
8: term for it is. Uncanny X Men. Already, Already, Already classic. Already classic. Uncanny X Men number one.
9: What's this T- like, the 2018. Uncanny, right? But This, yeah, this is the, this is the classic, classic one. Yeah. Classic. <laughs> classic. Double classic. <laughs> the new classic. Yeah. yeah. Well, cool. may, maybe a classic down the line. Yeah.
7: What attracts what you to doing the Mutant books, the X Men type books?
9: Oh, I mean, the X Men for me—they were my favorite when I was a kid. I I've been that was I learned to read by stealing my older brother's like X Men comics, a lot of the Claremont, Byrne stuff, and Cockrum and uh, those guys. And I just I've been in love with the X Men ever since. Well, they're they're the j- best. yeah, they're the, the,
7: they're the best comics almost ever. Oh, for sure, hundred yeah. uh, yeah. percent.
9: And like, you know, I love a ton of stuff that's come since. I love you know Peter da- all the Peter David X stuff is brilliant, and and mm-hmm. the Grant Morrison and Joss Whedon and. Uh, there's so much that i love but like the x-men have so much to offer that like at different stages in your life i think you're drawn to different parts of the x-men so like you know there's the soap opera and there's the big action and there's the like you know intense intense like sort of social commentary and all that stuff sort of affects you at different times and i i've always sort of found them really relevant to wherever i was in my life so interesting yeah, yeah it was basically he stole my answer
8: Kind of, I, I liked, I liked, uh, I, like growing up, I, I was a big X Men kid, and, and I liked, um, I liked, th- just that they were a little, the, like they felt like the the stepchild almost of Marvel. They were like mm-hmm. just a bit darker. They they always felt a little bit more real to me than the Avengers did, even though they're all flying around, you know, uh, with, with superpowers and stuff. And I just, I liked, um, I think that's. There's something about the characters in X-Men that always just related to me more and related, to, again, to stuff that was going on in my life that you could see reflected in the characters, you know, uh, you know, when I was younger. And say, like, when when my parents divorced, you know, you could see that, that you know, characters in the book going through similar things. Um, and uh, so it always just was a, a, a safe uh I don't want to say it's a safe place, but it was, a, it was a good thing that I could turn to and, 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 and see myself re- yeah. reflected in it. Yeah,
7: Yeah. interesting. Yeah, I think, actually, when they introduced it in the 60s, it was kind of ahead of their time. They yeah, were talking yeah. about a lot of social issues, mm-hmm. I think, kind of went unnoticed for a while, and then it got elevated, when they reintroduced it, it was like perfect timing. Yeah, really yeah. Just, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Uh, obviously, Stanley created the X-Men, right? Sure, yeah. It's a shame now that it, he's passed away. Yeah, um, it...
9: It's an honor to sort of be doing this now. You know, and I was kind of thinking the same thing. Yeah,
7: yeah that maybe it is. Yeah. yeah, taking what he started and taking it another step or two. Yeah, yeah. So, you, what kind of big plans do you guys have for uh, these characters in this book? You gonna reveal a couple of secrets? <laughs>
9: um. Well. Well. Uh, you know, this is uh, uncanny. We wanted the book to be accessible for people who've been never read an X Men comic, have been reading X Men comics for a bit, have, are lapsed readers, or but also have the stuff for all the people who've been reading the current books like Blue and Gold and Red and Astonishing. Um, and so this is this is all of the X Men coming together. This is like big uh, universe shaking stuff for the X Men, and uh, we can't say too much about that, but we will say like. At at the end of uh, these 10 issues, um, things are going to be very different for the X-Men. You said yeah. 10 issues? What is, a, what it's is a, that? <coughs> it's a 10 issue. It's weekly for it's 10 issues. Like sto- oh, we, yeah. that's right. I yeah. It was yeah. weekly. I just yeah. didn't know. 10 it, issues. It
7: was like a story arc then in the 10 issue story it's arc. It's
9: November, December, January. Yeah. Nice. Yep.
8: Yeah, and it, I think what it uh, I like about it is that it, it feels like classic X-Men, mm-hmm. but we're also not... Just looking back, we're really, they were pushing a lot of the characters into like really new uh, and interesting places and elevating, I think, some characters who deserve um, to be elevated to uh, to uh, have a little bit more time in the spotlight.
7: Cool. You yeah. guys gonna tie up any of the loose ends that have been hanging out there for uh, decades? Which
9: one, which one do you want tied up? Yeah, what do
7: you uh, want? I can't even know what, where to start. <laughs> uh,
9: there are, you know, some people's loose ends, you leave them for them to come back and sure. tie them up. Yeah. Uh, there's some some more recent loose ends that are tied up. There are some threads that are that we take care of, but we create some of our own loose ends. So sure. it's you know, everybody does. Right? Yeah. 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 What's the fun of Fix it? Fix a few, break a few. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah.
7: yeah. Very cool. So, are you guys working on any other books right now besides these?
8: Uh, I'm working on X Force, which will be out later this month, I guess. Right. Um, working on I. I've Old Man Logan, I guess, is wrapped now. So now I have Dead Man Logan coming up, which will be a 12 issue. Yeah, I,
7: I saw that. I, I'm not sure what's going on there. but <laughs> I'll, I'll give you – I can spoil that one. It's a clue. We're going cool. to kill
8: yeah. Logan. It's not That's called the Live Man Logan. Um, but uh, <laughs> so, yeah, Dead Man Logan. There's, a, there's an announcement coming out on Friday for another book that I'm working on. Um, I think – is that all I'm working on? Yeah, I've got a couple of things that just not been announced yet as well. I mean, extermination is happening. The, the yes, next that's what issue. Name on the extermination? Yeah. Yep. That's, yeah, uh, that's an interesting story. Yeah. One more issue to go, yeah. and uh, I think it uh, will probably uh, blow a lot of people's minds what's coming in the fifth issue.
1: Right.
9: Nice. Um, and I'm writing, uh, I'm finishing up Astonishing X Men. Uh, there's one issue to go that. We'll answer some questions for people who have this and are curious about the cast of Astonishing X-Men. You'll, you'll, Some things will be revealed. Uh, I'm writing The Punisher, uh, which I've been writing for a year now. A year, let's say a year. And uh, I'm co-writing Marvel Knights. So uh, it's me, uh, Donny Cates, Teenie Howard, and Vida Ayala are all taking chunks, so I wrote issues two and five and then helped with some of the overall story. So uh, Marvel Knights issue two is out next week. I don't know when this will air, but uh, I don't know what day it is either. It's the 14th? let Let's say it's... It is the 14th. Today's the 14th. Yeah. Yeah. So let's say the 21st, Marvel Knights is out. 22. Yeah, Marvel Knights 1 is out now. Uh, yes. Yes. Don, Donnie's issue with Travel Foreman. Issue 2 is me and Necro Henricon. Sort of a Punisher story. Um, but there's some other surprise appearances in it. And, uh, yeah, it's a fun book. Cool.
7: Is there anything else you want to tell Leo's audience before we uh, wrap this up?
9: Uh, Just check out Uncanny X-Men, I guess. Oh, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, yeah. yeah so yeah, uh, we- weekly now for 10 weeks nine more weeks yeah nine more weeks yeah. nine more weeks that makes yeah. sense that tracks
8: yeah. yeah it's good math thank you All right, no problem
7: where can they follow you guys
8: uh you can find me at
9: edbrisson.com or at twitter it's just at edbrisson
7: that's what we were just talking about the twitter thing
9: yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh i my twitter is weirdly Ashcan Press, ashcanpress a-s-h-c-a-n-p-r-e-s-s and I'm on all the social media things, but that's the one I use the most because I forget that I have an Instagram and a Facebook. But I do, but I just don't use them.
7: Yeah, Sardis Comics has a Facebook page, but we can barely keep up with that.
9: <laughs> okay, so
0: we're here with Ed Brisson and Matthew Rosenberg with uh, Uncanny X-Men number one. And uh, what are you guys' picks for December?
9: Oh, I'm going first? Yeah. Uh, I'm going to pick two because I'm greedy. Uh, I really love uh, Chris Sabella is one of my favorite writers right now and his book Crowded at Image is is one of the best books coming out so that is one of my picks and then um, uh, Valiant is bringing back uh, Live Wires which uh, is a book that I really liked at the time and looks awesome and I've seen some of it and it looks amazing and so uh, that is those are my picks for books I'm really excited about Ed do you have any picks? I've got one pick uh, right now that uh, off the top of my head is a uh,
8: uh, Man Without Fear, which is the uh, a five-issue miniseries uh, written by Jed MacKay uh, about Daredevil.
0: Awesome. So, yeah. And of course, make sure you pick up Uncanny X-Men number one. It's going to be a ten-issue series, finishing in January, right? Yes, Awesome. Correct. Thank you so much. Thanks. You Okay, we just heard from uh, Joe over at Sarge's Comics and uh, also Matt and Ed, who are the writers. Actually, I got it right here. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Uh, Of the new Uncanny X-Men. And actually, as of this airing, we are at uh, the fourth, I believe. I picked them all up. Uh, Number four, I'm pretty sure, Uncanny X-Men, which is a uh, 10-issue series. So uh, what are you guys reading this week?
4: let me check i just went to my shop uh comics and more this week because it's been a while since i went to my pull list because i recently had surgery and i was trying to check my bank account if i could afford all of the comics that were coming in so i uh got a big old stack um let's see i picked up the new middle west from image Um, I'm still reading through these, but I'm trying my best to get through them all, especially the new ones and independent comics. Always support the indies. Um, Let's see. Um, Rob Galore's Farmhand, which is about a um, family, and they they have a grandfather that has a literal green thumb, and he has made um, plants that can actually replace organs and it gets a lot more twisted from there. And it's wicked good. This is the artist from Chu. So now he's doing his own book from image comics and it's, it's, it's interesting. <laughs> uh, also got bully wars, which is, um, about like, uh, a bully from a former, like middle school. I guess they're going into high school, and they learned that he's not the biggest bully anymore. So the nerds that used to bully him are now trying to help him become the ultimate bully to pull the other bullies. And uh, out of curiosity, I found that they're actually making comics on the raid. Oh. So I was like, all right. So I picked this up to see what that was all about. Um, got ruin world um uh eric powell's uh hillbilly and the red-eyed witchery from beyond um hillbilly is really great because imagine um you know how in fantasy they use the old english archetypes and stuff for like armored suits and whatever and like swords and stuff yeah well imagine if you got rid of that and replaced it with appalachian mountain folk but you still have like sword hilted like swords and witches and stuff. But people are like making moonshine and there's a bunch of like hillbillies and stuff. It's it's an interesting book. There's like talking bears. It's great.
6: <laughs> are they really tar- talking or is it the moonshine?
4: Well, you're gonna have to read and find out.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, who would like to go next? You guys are. Oh, i go.
5: Can I go? Of course, Tim. Oh, all right. I like to ask permission first. Um, I'm like uh, like you, Leo. Where I've uh, been a, not been away from comics, but I haven't been reading comics. Uh, but I I was at uh, the mall here and uh, went into Newberry Comics just to look around, and I saw a lot of the new stuff that's coming out in that. So I didn't buy anything, but. Um, I have been picking up what, what I like to get is a lot of the uh, anything that's a number one doesn't doesn't matter uh, Marvel or DC or whatever. or Something else that I like. But um, the latest thing that I got um, uh, wasn't too long ago at a comic shop and it was Moon Knight number one. Mm-hmm. And it actually came with the brown mailer. That they used to send the comics out in, and it had the stamp of of uh, where uh, Marvel Comics on it, for like an address and stuff, and all the you know. Then it had a uh, few well, other. I've got it way upstairs. I can't go get it right now, but it was really cool to see that in the back. It was it was in with the uh, the board and stuff like that, and the comic on the other side. So it, little little things like that, I like I like to find and get, but. I have so many comics upstairs uh, that I've gotten. Uh, you know, from uh, I did the uh, um, Halloween October Fest where they have. You know, it's like a you know the, the new comic book day of, of Halloween and stuff. And I picked up some stuff there, and uh, so I, I am picking it up. I just don't have time to read it. <laughs> so uh, just knowing that I have them is is good enough for me right now. So. Yeah, and you'll, you'll,
0: you'll find time to read them.
5: Yeah, I th- maybe if I become more regular, I'll have more time to be in the bathroom and read some. <laughs> but uh, right now, maybe not.
4: <laughs> There's still books on the shelf behind me I still need to read. That's the biggest bummer is that like it's like comics, video games, or anything else. It's sometimes just it's hard to get back into them. It's just hard finding that time. Yeah.
0: Yeah, uh, I'm finding that you know as I'm reading more though, it, it's I'm definitely rekindling that love of comics. Uh, the new run of Batman is absolutely amazing, uh, written by King. Um, the artwork in the latest issue, I'm absolutely loving it. Um, and Batman's gone off to Deep Edge. This is a Dark Knight Criminal. Uh, is the it's a three part series. Um, so I, I need to finish reading that. Uh, also, uh, Joe over at Star just sold me on a Doomsday Clock. Uh, so I have the eight issues here. I need to get uh, get to reading. Uh, it's uh, they're mixing um, uh, what the hell is it's it? Doctor
6: Manhattan's in it. Yes, yes. that's, that's be a good. Yes,
0: Watchmen in DC. Yeah, yeah and uh i mentioned shazam number one and also defenders is getting a reboot uh started with uh, the immortal hulk and namor um yeah so that's what i'm reading you guys have anything else
3: i, I haven't been able to get to my, my local shop yet but i definitely want to just start i think i'm just gonna ask the guy at the counter being like i've not had a comic so long and i need to jump in give me a direction
0: so oh, exactly uh, Unfortunately,
3: you li- I have that zero. Th- it's Christmas season. I yeah,
0: know. it is. Yeah. <laughs> uh, James, I can you- see if I have other
4: ones. There's a lot I still need to catch up on.
0: <laughs> uh, James, you leaning uh, DC or Marvel?
3: Uh, I don't know yet. Like I said, I, you know, I I know people were telling me about the the White Knight arc and Batman it was really good, so I might read that. But I might catch up on some stuff that I haven't read yet, like Hush long Halloween, stuff like that. So, you know, that's kind of where I need to hopefully focus to get some of the classics under my belt, too. Okay. Uh, what well, we'll
0: continue I'm this. I'm still. Oh. Sorry. 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 <laughs> no, I'm just saying uh, we'll continue this series uh, next week. I, you know, this will be a regular as I read more comics and hopefully get you guys to read some more as well. Because, uh, you know, it, it's uh, it, it's definitely, I get a ton of enjoyment out of it. And then you can read stuff, you know, like uh, Tim's Sour Grapes comic, which uh, like this
5: one. Yeah. yay! It's up. foibles I even got it autographed. Ah. Oh, you got it. Oh, that's right. I hope yeah. you're enjoying it.
4: Oh, I am. I definitely recommend it. if you want to pick anything up this week, I would definitely seek out or check out online of all of the Sour Grapes comics.
0: <laughs> totally. And uh, we'll so put a link cool. in the uh, show notes down, down below or up above, depending on where you're watching or listening to us. And uh, Tim, that's available on Amazon, correct?
5: Uh, <laughs> I don't think so, but I can get you one if you email me sourgrapescomic at yahoo dot com. Okay. I they make, really, they make great <laughs> Christmas gifts. I we mean, make them, we make them. them on, uh, we make on, on CreateSpace, which is part of Amazon, but I'm not so sure. Maybe it is in there. I'm not. I'm not sure, but I don't. I don't do a lot of that on Amazon. As far as selling, so um, I like the direct approach.
0: Well, you know, we'll put your contact information down that. below if anybody yeah. wants to check it out. Yeah,
5: definitely. Yeah.
0: So uh, next up, we're going to talk about video games.
4: Put back my stack of comics I was about to talk about, but that's okay. <laughs> that's all right. Uh, you can chat we, about uh, next week. It's all right. Let's talk do. about video games. We do.
0: <laughs> uh, well, I know James is not feeling well, so just trying to move things along, you know. Uh, uh, I just finished
4: sensitive for trying to help the show, and clearly it was all against James the whole time.
3: <laughs> Way to spell a narrative, Leo. <laughs> uh, what were you saying, James? Uh, I just finished Star- uh, Spider-Man today, and that. Uh, that was fantastic. That yeah. was such a good game. Um, I didn't. I'm not. I'm, I'm not really big of a completionist. Like I'm not going to do 100 percent of everything. Um, I just, I'm more about the um, more about the, the main story and it blew me away so I'm very excited to see what they do in the sequel So uh,
0: I, I'm holding off finishing it because I want to still swing around and find more stuff. I'm at the last mission um, but I need to go back to it. I've been playing too much Red Dead
6: um, How did you guys do any of the um,
3: DLC?
0: Uh, no, no, I didn't know there was DLC.
3: Not yet, but I heard the fourth one is the doozy.
0: So what do we got for DLC for Spider-Man? Uh, no,
3: there's the heist. Oh, I can't
0: remember something. There's, uh, I saw there's Black Cat's mission.
3: Yeah, there's Black Cat, there's, like, a That's heist Christ. one, and then there's, like, Turf Wars, where, like, the gang, you have to, like, fight the gang of New York and stuff like that, and, you know make sure it was all safe. It's it, it's heavily uh, on the, the Yuri, the uh, police captain you're working with throughout the game.
0: I'll have to uh, go check it out. I'll have to uh, take a break from the Old West because I've been... Oh my God, Red Dead is such an awesome game. If you guys haven't had a chance to check it out yet, uh, I'm going to be talking about this like I talk about Horizon Zero Dawn, you know? <laughs> hey,
4: <been an laughs> awesome. I, need I need to get both for Christmas,
0: I hope. <laughs> uh, the game is just so realistic. It, it's I just love wandering around the wilderness, you know, just just listening to the birds and hunting animals, and then
6: and checking out the horse testicles. And...
0: <laughs> <laughs> I haven't done that, but uh, it was shrinking the cold. <laughs> I've heard that. I, I told my wife some,
4: that was someone's job.
0: <laughs> that was someone's
4: job. They had to go in. They had to look at photos and reference of like oh. how the balls work in weather. They had to code that. They had to texture it. They had yeah. to make a model for it. Just God, <laughs> rockstar, <laughs>
0: rockstar, have your priorities. Uh, there, there's so much detail in the game, and it, it's a little heartbreaking when you are hunting an animal and you don't kill it on the first shot, and then you need to find it and then put it out of its misery, and it's there crying. Oh my God, it is heart wrenching. It's so friggin' I have realistic. Question how it's wiggling and shit is oh my god you were gonna say Alex so you I became watched, a vegetarian in the game this yes is what yeah yeah.
4: but uh I know rabbits make a horrifying scream does it do the same in the game
0: uh why do
4: you know that rabbits make a horrifying scream because that's what they're known for that they don't make a sound their entire life until they're like shot bitten or eaten or something like that they make a horrifying like man scream so oh, I'm my. curious if they
0: did that in the uh, game. I it's ra-
5: like half my relatives at Thanksgiving. Yes. Rabbits They're dying are- rabbit relatives at Thanksgiving.
4: <laughs> like that. Does it sound like his family?
0: Uh, <laughs> uh rabbits are very difficult to kill. Um well, so the thing is you
4: you have different tiers. I want this out of context, like the bumper before the show starts, where it's like dorks are us and you're just like Rabbits are pretty hard to kill. <laughs> That's all the information yeah. we give. <laughs> uh,
0: I mean, you can quick shoot them, and normally they go down right away. Um, I haven't maimed a rabbit where it's like given any noise. Um, are you twisted
4: enough to try
1: now?
0: No. Well, so the thing is, you have different tiers of animals you have uh, poor, good, and perfect. And uh, so it's three different stars. And as you're hunting them, if you have. That's how you craft items. So, you need like a perfect, you know, uh, rat or a perfect, uh, well, there's rats, but there's, you know, each animal, you know, you need to craft different things and you are looking for a perfect one. And rabbits move so fast. So, it's, you know, pretty much the only time you can kill them is like you're on your horse, they jarred in front of you, and you do a quick shot to take them out.
4: I'm just imagining you go in the game and blast them with a shotgun so it can never make a noise at all if you tried. <laughs>
0: Uh but yeah I mean you these are fun. <laughs> so you're hunting a deer and so uh you're tracking it and say you got a bow and arrow. Uh what you need to do is you need to aim at it call so that it lifts its head and then you can get a perfect headshot. But if you miss then you need to hunt it down, find it crying and then put it out of its misery. And then if your horse is following you, your horse gets like so upset because you're killing an animal in front of it. It's it's, it's The game really. So so
6: you're saying you're an absolute hard person in this game.
0: (laughs) You are. And I'm trying to play as a good guy, and it is. Oh my God. The game is. is, Yeah. Can you eat your horse? uh, I have gone up to a horse after I've killed one, and you cannot skin a horse. You can only search its saddlebags.
4: Oh, way to be realistic, (laughs) Rockstar. What's up with that? If I killed a rabbit, and after it screamed, and I, my horse was like, a PETA, and I'd be like, no, and I would patch it its face and eat it. That's <laughs> realism. Come on.
0: <laughs> uh, also, uh, out is uh, Super Smash Bros. Ultimate. I have not played that. But also, uh, PlayStation Classic. Yo, yo, you were talking about that earlier.
6: Why does it not come with a way to power the damn thing? What kind of crap is that? Tony Sony. I, I, I was considering like because you know <laughs> it was my birthday I was like oh get myself a little birthday gift and I saw that and I was like no nope nope nope, nope.
0: so what type of power su- uh, supply does it come uh, I don't th- even care.
6: I don't even care what it takes I don't care if it's something that I have easy like laying around the house the sheer fact that I'm gonna spend that money and does not come with it
3: nope it's the same as uh, the NES classics.
4: Don't care. The only I was considering it until I found out you can't play PS1 games on it. Like the lid is false. You can't lift the lid. It's just a square box with twenty games that aren't they're they're pal versions of the games too, so they're not like great ones. It's why Sony? Come on. It's, it's simple. Just make, make a PlayStation just smaller. That's it. I mean, you don't have Parappa the Rapper on it. You don't have Crash or Spyro, and you don't have Tomb Raider, one of the four really iconic games in the PS1, and you don't have those either. And Spyro. two of them just got remasters. Come They're- on.
3: That's why it's a remaster. Why would you gonna put out the original when they just spend all that money remastering it? They want
4: you get people that are like, "Oh, that's the original one. Oh, I'll get that because I can't afford the remasters. I'll buy this one because it's got more deals. Because grandma's like deals, and they'll be like, "Oh, I'll get you the classic PS One because that has Crash and spyro on it. I'll get this for my snotty grandkid. That'll be good. And it's it, it does itself Sony and markets itself. You idiots." <laughs> uh Alex... also i played spyro reignited recently yeah i beat all three games got all the skill points and have platinum trophies on every single game
0: and how long does because, it james
4: when i do a game i finish what i start <laughs> <laughs> uh... i clearly need to get
5: out more <laughs>
4: <laughs> maybe i'll buy red dead so i can hear the trees and everything nice out and walk through the nature
0: it's just so relaxing it reminds me of my youth (laughs) back in the wild west yeah well no we grew up on a farm so it just reminded me of like walking through fields and stuff like that it was uh yeah did you have a hat did you have a cowboy hat uh i used to wear a fedora of course yeah.
4: So you were like a Backwoods detective.
0: <laughs> I used to wear a leather fedora with a leather jacket, like a long like, you know, uh um what the hell do you call it? Like a trench coat leather jacket. It, it, and I had long hair at the same time too. I was I was stunning, I tell you. <laughs> I want pictures. <laughs> uh okay, Alex, you t-
4: want all the blackmail I can get. <laughs> I want a T-shirt of
0: that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you're talking about the uh, the Game Awards, uh, the announcement trailers? Has anyone seen the Game Awards that happened Thursday? I heard um, uh, God of War one, right?
4: Yeah, it was presented by the Russo brothers. Really? Yep, they came out on stage and they said like, oh, we had 10 people. We had 10 games up for Game of the Year. And the Russo brothers looked in the camera and went like, now we have five and that's how they did the selection oh
3: that's awesome Um, i love everything about that
4: yeah it was like wow (laughs) um a lot of people won it was uh it was a pretty good game award show and i know they've been trying for years to keep a good you know semi-consistent game award show because you know games are starting to kind of get a bit more respected at least you know as like an art form so it's really nice that there's like award shows that isn't just a biased thing where it's like, um, clearly like an Oscars where it's just people, you know, blowing up each other's ego or something. It it, it seemed fair for the most part for who they picked for awards, but between every uh, award they announced all these new games. So they also did a brand new remaster of Crash Team Racing is coming out. Um, the first trailer drop for that. Um, the outer worlds which is a uh made by obsidian the original creators of fallout and the guys who did fallout new vegas are doing their brand new like own ip called the outer worlds which it's essentially fallout but it's like their spiritual spiritual successor and they're going off on this one and it looks pretty great um so, so if you like Fallout and you don't like how 76 is going, maybe you might want to invest in the Outer Worlds.
0: Yeah. Uh, well, I know a lot of people are upset with 76. Uh, something similar happened. Um, I think it was Sid Meier. Uh, so Sid Meier made Civilization. This is back in the 90s. Yeah. Uh, so you had Civilization. Civilization 2 was a huge hit. And I think um, they made... I'm, if memory serves, I think they made, like, Civilization 3 without him. And then he went out and made his own game. And, uh, you know, that became a huge hit. He started his own game uh, company. And then um, I think it was Praxis or something like that. And then they they essentially, he came back to the series and then, like, took full control over it. Because his uh, type of game, which wasn't Civilization, but it was the same type of game, was such a huge hit so uh
4: yeah, yeah. like i i hope i'm not sure because i like this new ip so hopefully well i guess that'd be interesting if obsidian came back and took over the fallout franchise again not that it's like i
0: liked fallout 4
4: i like it but it seems like bethesda's going a very weird direction lately so oh, yeah. i don't know how to feel about it
0: yeah it's uh are they the ones that said uh something they didn't know that's blizzard for diablo never mind yeah that
4: was them I but i mean like uh, they're they're doing a lot of weird skeevy shit especially with all this online stuff yeah like they recently like did a thing where there was supposed to be like certain bags like a vinyl bags were supposed to be sent out as like a pre-order bonus but oh. all they got was like crappy like whatever not
0: yeah uh, it, it was supposed to be a canvas like heavy duty bag yeah, canvas. and yes.
4: then it was a vinyl bag right yep is that how it happened Yep. yeah like cheap unwrinkly vinyl bags and then once when someone complained about it, saying like, hey this is not what i bought and they said oh those photos of the pre-order were prototypes we're not going to fix it that's just an image that we basically you know fronted you yep. um and enough of like a backlash was it now they're giving out those canvas bags because a lot of people complained enough and it's like what what's going on bethesda what's what's up with you a couple years ago, you we were like one of the last remaining, like, yay, a triple A studio that gives a shit, you know? And there's also, I was told that uh, they're not even upgrading to a better, like, uh, engine. They're, like, upgrading uh, their same Skyrim, you know, Fallout engine. They're not upgrading to anything bigger. So that just kind of worries me that it just seems like they're getting too complacent and not being, you know, a bit more. Uh, well,.
0: They, they know that people will keep on buying the same game over and over and over and over again, you know, it, present company, you know, perfect example. <laughs> uh, oh yeah. Yeah. You know, so, so why spend any money making a new game? So uh, hopefully that's not the truth, Alex. Hopefully we're going to get a Skyrim, uh, not, or a elder scrolls Six I'll blow everybody away, but yeah, maybe they've gotten greedy and, you know, lazy and oh.
4: also i didn't see the full list of all the game wars there's a lot of games i would announce so if you're yeah. curious check them out
0: oh, definitely. um also joker
4: from persona 5 is now actually going to be in super smash brothers ultimate oh so that's pretty cool
0: very cool uh so definitely check out the show notes down below or up above for more information and also we're going to talk a little bit about board games well we're not uh zane over at sarge's comics and uh hey zane what do you got for us
2: like <laughs> sensation <laughs> Okay, now shut up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're talking with
0: Shane at Sarge's Comics, talking about what's new in games. What do you got for us, Shane?
2: Hey, so um, recently dropped is uh, Betrayal Legacy, which is a reimagination uh, um, reimagination of Betrayal uh, at House of the Hill. Uh, they oh. have incorporated a legacy format to it. The way the game works now is uh, you begin with a uh, just a house, and you're playing through generations of uh, the people who've owned the house, and you are making it more and more haunted until the end of the game, you have your own customized, from your own bad decisions and bad luck, uh, your own version of Betrayal uh, that you can play consistently after that. Oh, nice. So uh, that was pretty cool. That uh, just dropped recently. Um, and uh, what is that going for? Uh, that uh, The retail is $75. Okay. Uh, we got uh, Discover, Lands Unknown. Um, one of um, Fantasy Flight's newest uh, endeavors to... Uh, spice up uh, board gaming. The uh, the gimmick to this one is um, every game is theoretically unique. Um, so my copy of this is different than Austin's copy. We've already cracked them up and examined them. Oh, wow. Um, it is, you are, uh, you are people who are stuck in the middle of somewhere in the wilderness and you have to survive. And so there's like monsters and wildlife and tasks you have to... Uh, go through, there are uh, six different locations, you'll get two in the box. Uh, There's a whole pack of cards of things that the giant algorithm sorts it out, so each box should have a very different experience. So if you have one and your friends have one, playing the game, you'll go through different encounters, you'll interact with things differently. Um, So that's pretty cool. uh, I can't remember the price off. Uh, oh no discover worries. Uh, but it's
0: Discover Lands Unknown.
2: Discover Lands Unknown. Very cool. Um, it's uh, also kicked off. They uh, use the same uh, theory for creating a unique game as with Keyforge, which is their new, uh, you know, card game. Um, the theory behind that is that all the decks are unique. They are derived from a master list, and they are um, computer generated to just create a unique deck that cannot be altered in any way. And so you just buy your $10 deck, and that is different than the next one, like deck you buy. Then you have some decks you can just, like, okay, we're going to pick a deck at random, we're going to uh, play the game now. So Very cool. Uh, Sagrada, it's, uh, this one's been on for a little bit, but um, I think it's a really solid game. If anyone's looking for, like, a good uh, holiday game to bring around to play with the family, um, you are uh, making stained glass windows with this one, and the like, opponents are incredibly... Uh, The board is uh, actually thick cardboard, and you put dice into uh, slots. You cannot have two colors next to each other, and you cannot have the same number next to each other. It's a dice-drafting game, so you roll your dice and everyone has to start picking from the pool. Um, But that's one of those rooms really great that you can just get on the table and anyone, you know, like you can get your mom to play that, you can get your aunt to play that, you can get your siblings to play that. Yeah, good family game. It's a solid game, yeah. Uh, Also in the same vein, uh, King Domino, which is... um, uh, racked up a ton of awards at Essen. Um, it is a very neat tile placement game. Uh, you're trying to build a 5x5 five five, uh, grid, and there are certain rules for how you can place them, but uh, it's one of the games where if you, this turn, pick the best thing on the board, you're going last next turn. And so it's constantly reshuffling that. You can make, How you want to play the game is derived entirely from, do I want to take a have a better advantage next turn or do I want that thing right now? And um that but it has a like lot a lot of playability. Uh it's been getting everyone has who's played this has a love this game. Yeah. Sounds like um, a unique strategy. Yeah. Sounds pretty good. Very mm-hmm, much
0: so. Now uh, you guys do a, a game night, right, uh, here on a regular basis?
2: We host all kinds of events. Okay. Um for board games we did one uh, just a few weeks ago, uh, right after Thanksgiving. And trying like every month or so to have some sort of board game event in the store. Very cool.
0: So, uh, for somebody just starting out, uh, which uh, which would you pick? Uh,
2: I think Sagrada, Sagrada. Um, or King Domino might be like the best, like fairly good, get you into the game yep. um, things. Um, Betrayal—that's uh, that's going after the people who already have played that game before and want a, a new uh, fancy version. Discover—it's uh, hard mode. It wants to a um, little bit of a joke about my friends. Uh, fancy flight games—the uh, games hate you. And they oh. want to, and they want you, so you have to fight them in yeah. a, in a very good competitive way. But it's not for people who are like, "This is my first game." Like, well, I don't want you because it's going to like try to punch you in the face. And it's for people who are ready for that like uh, that intense match.
0: Awesome. Uh, so there, these are the new games over at Sarge's Comics, and uh, make sure you check the links down below or up above, depending on where you're watching or listening to us, uh, to learn more. Thank you, Shane. Yeah, have fun. okay we are back we're going to talk about some movies and streaming stuff uh we'll, we'll try to finish things up quick here uh so uh new on blu-ray this week we have mission impossible fallout lion king on 4k equalizer 2 peppermint i definitely want to check out peppermint and small foot uh and then also for streaming we have the marvelous miss Maisel. did you guys watch the first season
3: I watched the first episode after she won all the Emmys and I kind of it looks funny.
0: Yeah. My my wife is watching the show. I I watched most of it with her. I I thought it was great. Um also uh we got the trailer for the next season of Sabrina and uh I I I'm going to hell for watching that show. And that's what that's all I got to say. And yeah. <laughs> James, I know you're watching Haunted uh House on Haunted Hill.
3: Yeah, me and Jen have been watching it. Uh, we're at—we just finished episode six, uh, the two storms, um, which is very, very good. Um, we're gonna start—we're gonna start back up, pie uh, pie tomorrow night, and kind of blast in the last three last three or four episodes. Um, but I, 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 I'm I'm very much on board with it. I like the direction they're going in. Um, um, so I mean, it's definitely creepy enough. Like I always, when we're done watching an episode, I always watch like something else um just because you have that lingering creep factor uh but now it's me and jenna looking in the background to see all the hidden ghosts if we can and stuff like that so it's uh it's definitely it's definitely enjoyable like i said i i do like it and 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 i like that rumor is they're not doing a sequel like they're not doing another uh uh season so
0: uh really the
3: the the producer was like the crane family's done like i'm not going to touch them again
0: okay but could they do an? They got to do another type of show, even if it's not with the same family. I mean, you can do it with
3: the Hill family, but yeah. like you gotta yeah. get that throughout the, the first season.
0: Or even just do a different haunt. It doesn't have to be Hill House. Just do another haunting show. You know, well, the when... guy
3: just finished shooting Doctor Sleep, so mm-hmm. he's busy doing post production on Doctor Sleep. So.
0: Okay. Well, hopefully there'll be more with that. Uh, also, um, uh, Christmas Chronicles. I saw that. Absolutely loved it.
5: I heard that was good. What's that, James? I saw that. That was great.
3: I heard Kurt Russell stole the show.
5: Yeah, Kurt Russell is. Oh, it was good.
0: Yeah, yeah. uh, Kurt Russell did an awesome job. It's definitely, you know, a heartfelt family Christmas movie, Um, and Kurt Russell pokes fun at, uh, you know, the way Santa's portrayed. Uh, and you have a, uh, a special guest, not really special guest, but uh, um, cameo at the end of the movie, which is awesome. Uh, also, uh, Mowgli, Legend of the Jungle comes out. Uh, it's actually out today. And Happy Season 1, if you never ca- caught Happy... Uh, based... Oh,
4: I'm excited for that. I I never got to see the last episode when it aired, so I'm excited to check that out again.
0: Yeah, it sat on net sat on Netflix right now. Uh, and uh, that was originally I think on Stars. Uh, no, uh, sci-fi. sci-fi, sci-fi, sci-fi. Okay, um, but it's based off the comic. Uh, stars. Uh, Maloney is his name, the guy from um Law and Order. Hmm. Yeah. So great show. Definitely recommend you check it out. Um, and Pat and Alice Yes, yeah, he does the voice of the, uh, the unicorn. He does the voice of Happy. Happy. <laughs> uh, okay, next on our list here, a section we like to call, What the Dork? It's crazy stuff around the internet. And uh, so the crazy thing this week, there's a uh, theory going around, that Last Jedi, that Luke committed suicide. I've seen it multiple times. Uh, one saying that he knows there can't be an imbalance in the force. So he committed force suicide. What do you guys think of that?
3: Uh, I have a feeling
4: JJ is just going to retcon everything
3: in the Last Jedi.
0: Yeah. He's going to do a time He might jump.
4: have teleported for all I know. If they're going to retcon him, he might have used the force to jump between space. Yeah, I I, I
3: don't, I don't know. I've heard some wonky things, but I just feel like he has a presence. He's had a presence on set. So it's like, you know, We'll see what happens.
4: I want him to retcon it hard. Like, I want the next movie to be like, that was a weird dream. (laughs) All right, now back to work.
0: (laughs) So, I mean, we're going to try to keep up with this. Uh, You know, I think it's a fun little segment about crazy ideas on the Internet or crazy fan theories. Uh, But if you have one, please send it to us, and uh, we'll include it in a future show, give you a shout-out. Also, uh, really quick on toys. (laughs) Uh, I picked up, which I'm absolutely 11, and I have links in the show notes, uh, the six inch Voltron by Funko. Uh, I had to get this because I saw James's Funko, not Funko, but Lego Voltron. You're muted. Uh, you're, muted you're muted,
4: James.
3: Uh, I can't take credit for that. Jen, we were in the Lego store up here at Crossgates, um, and they, it just opened. So we went in there on Black Friday.
6: Yeah. and jen
3: saw voltron and she goes oh i i I gotta have that and i was like okay we can get it and it'll be like one of those you know gifts for the family but in all turns jen's gonna put it together um so we have that it's not yet wrapped it'll be wrapped in front of the tree so christmas day it'll be opened and then jen will have her three times to put it together
0: awesome Uh, Well, we'll put a link to uh, James's Lego Voltron and the new Funko 6-inch Voltron in the show notes. Uh, The other thing is uh, Diamond Select re-released the real Ghostbusters figures. I tried to find them on Amazon, and they uh, only... um, uh, Actually, I'm not sure if any of them are available, but I'll put a link in the show notes uh, if any are available then. It looks like they're going for around $27 a figure. And the last item on our list is uh, very close to my heart. Is DC Universe worth it? James, you're muted again. (laughs) Not yet. (laughs) Uh, So uh, if you watch The Dorkening, I I complain about it a lot. But uh, DC Universe, they sold me on it. I I thought it was going to be so awesome. You mean swindled. Uh, Yeah, they swindled (laughs) me on it. And I'm waiting for a class action lawsuit because there has to be one. Because they got a ton of people to pre-order a full year. And uh, matter of fact, uh, every time somebody calls me full of shit, I post a link to the, the article that's still up on DC Comics where they say available on launch. It'll be on uh, iOS apps, Amazon apps. We still don't have an Amazon Fire app, so I can't watch it in my living room. I have to watch it either on my phone or on my computer, and, you know, it's, I want to relax on my couch and watch, you know, DC Universe shows, what little there is. Titans is, you know, I'm enjoying Titans, but it's not worth the uh, 75 bucks a year. Yeah, uh, you so, need more. I, well, they have very little. I mean, movies, there's a total of 37 movies. Ten of them are live action. That's four Batman movies, four Superman movies, and uh, a Supergirl and Wonder Woman. Uh, and then the rest is 27 animated movies. Uh, live action series, there's only 10. Animated series, there's 12. Comics is a total joke. Uh, you know, some of the books, you know, you have uh, like Rebirth, Batman, issue number one, and that's it. You know, it's very few comics. Um, they try to make it have look like a Have you seen ton.
6: a trailer for a DC movie?
0: Have I seen a trailer? Yeah. I have... <sighs> I love oh. DC, so I have hope.
6: You've seen one, right? <laughs> yeah. And you're surprised you got something totally different than what you were promised. Uh,
0: because I remember how great DC was growing up, you know? Uh, how the original Superman motion picture, you know? Trying to, I don't know. I, I'm a sucker.
4: It's like how that... comic company was like The Last Jedi. <laughs> uh,
0: I'm a sucker. This, this S is for sucker, not hope that's <laughs> finally uh, admit minute yeah 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 so we'll continue uh, eventually dc universe will hopefully be worth it or i'll get a refund or uh,
4: eventually go for the new disney plus that'll eventually happen which will have marvel star wars and all their cartoons and yet again just yeah come on dc yeah, I mean, I mean, like, you, you also Marvel have, does, might as well just,
6: like, take part of my paycheck already, so. Yeah. <laughs>
4: but uh, what I find weird is that, like, DC has, like, a large catalog, and the people that do subscribe probably saw a good amount of these this stuff already. So why not, like, get whatever you can to just throw up on there? Like, yeah. do they have the old Fleischer Superman animated cartoons? They that had on the yes. stream server. Yep. Do they have Superman, Superman the Mole Men? Uh, the very
1: old,
0: I don't think so. No, nope. Okay,
4: just I just mean like go deep into the archive. Go for the oh, radio yeah. of Superman. You know, go yep. into all these, you know, places because like there is such a catalog of interesting things, and I'm sure there's even a bigger scans of comics that they could probably throw in oh, there yeah, as well. Total. Well, I mean, all, it the com- worth it. all the
0: comics are all digital. Time. You know, they they like
4: what, what what is it? What um oh what is it called? Um. Like classic, you know, issues of like Silver Age books or like something where yeah. you have uh what's the guy's name? The cosmic cab? I forget what the guy's name is. Um The I don't know, he was like a cab driver in space. Oh, um my... he was in the recent uh Why
0: why not give Disney all the, the back issues like Marvel Universe does, you know? Just I'm not just not yeah, like,
4: Superman oh, doesn't come off that
6: nice in, in some of the older comics. Yeah, but I mean, <laughs> if kind some, of a if, if,
0: Yeah, it's but like, if somebody <laughs> wanted to read them, or if somebody wanted to go back and read like the '80s Superman, you know, it, it's they're they're really not available. Just a handful of uh, you know um, comics. It's it's really pathetic. Uh, also, the community, the community was down for most of November. Uh, it, they you, didn't want to hear you complain. I, exactly, and you cannot reply to somebody; you can only write a comment. You know you can either start a thread, uh, but you can't reply, which is utter- utterly ridiculous. Uh, so, in my words, DC Universe not worth it right now. Uh, take my word for it because I've already spent the seventy-five bucks on it, and Titans is not worth seventy-five bucks a year. I want to thank you all for watching our inaugural episode of Dorks Are Us. I know we ran a little long tonight, but we had a ton of stuff to talk about, and uh, we'll close things up. Tim,
5: where do you like people I- following you? I'm sorry.
0: Where do you like people following you?
5: Um, you can follow me on Instagram is, is a good one because whenever I, like whenever a new strip is up, uh, I make sure I put it on Facebook and then definitely on Instagram. So, uh, Instagram is, uh, sour grapes, 2017, I believe. And, uh, you can, you can see all my, my new stuff and, uh, can I plug something real quick? Of course. Um, my just booked my first Comic Con. It's my first time there at Kids Con in uh, Nashua, New Hampshire. Um, Kids Con, New England. Uh, Emily Drowin uh, runs it, and um, I'm really excited. They just they uh, put a new uh, profile up, and mine was the first one which I didn't realize I was going to get. So that's kind of cool. So that's yeah, that's absolutely. my first one so far.
1: Very and awesome uh,
5: the documentary, uh, it's called The Life in, Life in Comics, which I just found out I am going to be a part of. So uh, they asked me where my studio was. I said it's in my messy basement. So hopefully I can just meet them somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> My wife said, you got to clean your studio, right? So I don't know if I call it a studio or just a spot in the corner. (laughs) Well, they got to see where the
0: magic uh,
5: happens. What's that?
0: They got to see where the magic happens.
5: Well, we'll call it magic, I guess. (laughs) Uh, But, um, yeah, so it's a couple of, oh, and I got this. I got this coming up. Don't worry, I'll hurry up. This is just a sample. Uh, doing a small book of all my snowman episodes with Aesop nice. and, uh, so I was hoping I'm getting this out for the winter but um, not so sure because I have another coloring book that I'm doing as well um, with Aesop but uh, these are a lot of fun, these are my straight joke episodes where Aesop communicates with the snowman and uh, it's usually a, a silly episode so You'll see a bunch of these in a book, and uh, that's about it.
0: Awesome. And Sour Sour Grapes comic is uh, in how many uh, uh, Sunday papers now?
5: Um, I'm in uh, 21 papers, Massachusetts, uh, mostly Rhode Island, and in California. And um, I'm working on hopefully trying to get into – some in in new hampshire and maybe connecticut and that but uh, it's tough getting a hold of these these editors i keep calling and if they're not there i don't leave a message i don't email so i want to talk to somebody so that way they can hang up on me and um say if i'm not interested but um uh so um yeah it's uh it's crazy i'm mostly weekly um and a couple of monthlies and um uh, one uh, twice a month, so uh, it keeps me busy.
0: Very cool. Uh, Alex?
4: Could uh, you, I was just going to ask Tim, is there a possibility you could do a print of the Brightburn but as a spoof with Aesop instead? The, uh, you cut out, what was that? You know the Brightburn trailer that we just saw? The one with yeah. the evil kids men? could you do a uh-huh. parody print where it's Aesop instead of the kid? <laughs> <laughs>
5: Tastes like eating a eating a fork. I can do that. <laughs> I would dig it. <laughs> I'll see what I can do.
4: <laughs> and Alex,
0: where do you like people following you?
4: Uh, you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, follow me on Twitter at pure uh, alex hoy, and you can follow me um, on Instagram as pure underscore alex underscore hoy. Um, I just did it as a joke, pure, as in like, oh, you know, just like it's like orange juice. But I didn't really. I I hope it doesn't come off racist, you know. I hope it doesn't imply something. But yeah, it's it's fine. It's, follow me there. It's my, <laughs> my my birthday's coming up soon, so if you want to follow me as a little gift, I would appreciate that. <laughs> When's your birthday? The Eleventh of December. Oh, all right. <laughs>
0: Well, oh, pre-happy birthday, Alex. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yo, yo.
6: Um, you can find me usually at work. Um, you need a computer, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I say, <laughs> I'll find you something nice. <laughs> I don't know. You can find me online. Um, yo, St. Laurent. Blame Meets phone on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, wherever you're doing social media. I should somewhere be, be there somewhere. I can speak there sometimes.
4: I swear. Yeah, <laughs> go to go, go see yo-yo get a bunch of stuff get him a raise We can buy more cat food for his adorable cat look at that thing it's like Garfield but you know less <laughs> sarcastic I
5: know, she can be pretty sarcastic it's like a duster with four legs my god <laughs>
0: uh, what about that you James? I
5: don't see any dust around
0: <laughs> there's
4: a thousand yard stare that cat <laughs>
3: Uh you can find me at the uh tweets and Instagram at Longtime Storm. Um you can also follow um I know it's been a delay between me and Genevieve's uh health podcast, dork Physique at dork Physique on Instagram and Twitter as well. Uh she should be joining us next week and my cats are fighting, so hoorays. <laughs> um, but anyway, yeah, check us out there and uh you know, listen listen in until those, those episodes go live.
0: Cool means. And uh, yeah, so uh, we are on the Dorkening Podcast Networks, where we also have our other show, the Dorking Dorkening, which is a roundtable discussion every Sunday live at 10 a.m. Eastern. We have our Wicked Horror Show at Tuesdays at 9 p.m. Eastern. Which uh, this week we're going to be talking with Sadie Katz, and then uh, we're going to be recording this show weekly. Uh, we're either going to be doing it uh, later in the week, uh, either after a new movie, uh, but it's going to be recorded, not live. Uh, I think that's going to be a little bit better. Give us a chance to uh, get some stuff together, some awesome segments. And I want to thank you all for watching. By the way, my name is Leo Pond. I'm the monkey behind the keyboard here, making sure everything works. And have an awesome night. Bye.
1: Thank you. Bye,
3: Bye, guys.